Hey there, friend. Listen, I want to invite you to join me for an upcoming presentation I'm offering called How to Shift from Willpower to Want Power. If you're tired of feeling like you have the best of intentions with food and weight, only to have it all fall by the wayside by the time your head hits the pillow at night, then this is for you. If you're interested in making permanent weight loss easier and less of a struggle, then this is for you. If you're curious what want power is, which you probably should be, and can't wait to learn how to incorporate it into your journey toward peace and freedom around food, then this is for you. I'll be presenting live twice on Wednesday, May 1st, 2024, at both noon and 7.30 p.m. Central Time Zone. I'll answer your questions live and we'll have a really good time together. But if you can't make either of those days, I'm not going to make you get a replay emailed into your inbox only for it to get lost and never be watched no matter how deeply you want to make time to go through it. Because I mean, honestly, who are we kidding? (laughs) We've all done this, including me. No, instead, we are offering multiple watch parties for several days after the live presentation. So come watch the replay with other doctors and interact in the chat with them and my team. So either way, whether you come live or to a watch party, it will be worth your time for sure. All you have to do is register at katrinaubellmd.com forward slash want power. That's katrinaubellmd.com forward slash w-a-n-t-p-o-w-e-r. See you there. You are listening to the Weight Loss for Busy Physicians podcast with Katrina Ubel, MD, episode number 57. Welcome to Weight Loss for Busy Physicians, the podcast where busy doctors like you get the practical solutions and support you need to permanently lose the weight so you can feel better and have the life you want. If you're looking to overcome your stress eating and exhaustion and move into freedom around food, you're in the right place. Hey there. How are you, my friend? Welcome to the podcast today. Today is one of those days where it's super duper rainy and dark, and it's not even nine o'clock yet, and it still doesn't even seem like the sun has risen. (laughs) I was getting ready this morning, and I looked out the window, and it was still like pitch black, and I thought to myself, did I get up an hour early by accident or something? What is going on? I literally checked the clock because I wasn't sure. (laughs) It's just one of those days where it's pouring, all the snow is going away, boohoo, but we skied this weekend, had a great time. So glad we got some of that skiing in. But yeah, it's kind of, we were driving to school, my oldest son and I were sitting there yawning. We're like, our brains are just like, nope, time to go back to bed. (laughs) Not time to get up yet. But anyway, I feel cozy and comfortable and ready to talk to you today about a really good topic that I think is going to just kind of shed some light onto why our lives are the way they are and why we have the struggle that we have. I don't know about you, but for me, especially with my kind of scientific analytical mind, when I really understand the background for why what I currently have is there, then I can understand and more easily apply the concepts needed to change it. Like I have a hard time just like blanketly accepting things. (laughs) I just need to understand and have that rational and logical conceptual understanding and then I can move forward with it. And so I realized I hadn't really shared this with you. I was talking with 
one of my groups about this issue and I realized, wow, I haven't taught this to those of you who listen to the podcast. So I wanted to make sure to do that today. But very quickly, I just wanted to talk about iTunes reviews. If you would be willing to leave me one, I appreciate it so much because it really helps other people to find the podcast as well. The one I wanted to share today is by someone who writes her name as I Heart Wisdom from Katrina, <laughs> which is very sweet. The title is Soul Sister. She writes, I look forward to Tuesdays. As a fellow pediatrician, I feel like Katrina is speaking to me on so many levels, encouraging to know I'm not alone in my mom slash doctor slash wife struggles. I learn something every single time that I listen. Thank you, Katrina. Yeah, you're so welcome. And listen, I mean, that is such a huge part of this is this idea that we are so isolated, right? Like we think we're the only ones. We think everybody else has it all figured out. And we're the only ones who haven't gotten like the secret message or, (laughs) you know, the beam of light from the heavens. This is how you do it, you know? And I think that makes such a big difference when you recognize, oh my gosh, like, I don't need to be ashamed of this. This is how all of us are to some extent or another. And we're all just figuring it out. It's like, I don't know if you've had this, if you're a parent, if you've had this, this kind of revelation. But at some point, I had this revelation where I realized, you know what, like, there's no parent out there who really knows what they're doing. Even our parents, they were just winging it the whole time, just like we are. And it gave me, (laughs) it made me have even more compassion for my own parents. Like they were just doing the best they could, just like I am. And they screwed stuff up just like I am. It's okay. It's how it is. It's totally fine. All right. So let's talk about pleasure. So pleasure is important for humans. Okay. Why do we experience pleasure? We experience pleasure so that we will survive as human beings. This concept of us experiencing pleasure is very primal and very necessary. And it's been something that humans have been experiencing from the beginning. And it's so important because it helps us to make sure we meet our needs. Okay, so when we do something that causes dopamine to be released in the brain, that lights up our pleasure centers, and it makes us feel really good. And then our brain creates more desire for that initial action, the action that created that dopamine release. So the brain takes note of that and goes, that was really good and says, you should definitely do that again. (laughs) So our brains encourage us to do these activities, these actions again and again, by creating desire for that thing and sometimes urges as well. So desire is like when we want it, urges is like when we really, really want it. They're kind of the same thing. But an urge is when I kind of feel like an urge is when I sort of feel like someone's hand is on my back, you know, kind of pushing me like you should do that versus desire is a little less forceful. That's just how I think about it. You might think about it in a different way. But they're basically they're, they're cousins, or maybe even relatives, maybe they're their sister and brother. <laughs> they're very closely related. So there are natural pleasures that we get as humans. And the net effect of partaking in experiencing that pleasure is positive for us. So let me give you that list of what the natural pleasures are. 
And again, if you would like to see this in written form, the transcript is always available for every episode on the show notes page. So you can find that just by putting a forward slash and the episode number after the episode. So in this case, you can find the transcript at katrinaubelmd.com forward slash 57. And then you can take a look at this if you want to write this down for yourself. You can download it or just read it. Okay, so these are the natural pleasures. Eating fuel food. So food that is fuel for our bodies. Resting. Exercising. And by exercising, I mean moving our bodies. I mean, not just sitting on the couch all day. I mean, it could just be just getting up and doing things. It doesn't mean like running a marathon necessarily. Although for some people, I think they do get a lot of natural pleasure out of doing that. Most of us don't, I would say. Okay, the next one is connection with other humans. Very, very important. Sex. Cleanliness. So think about how good a nice hot shower feels. And even better, how good it feels when you haven't showered in a few days. Like if you've ever gone camping or even just being on call in the hospital, right? You get home, you just feel gross. Like you just don't feel that great. And having that nice shower does make you feel better. It really does create some natural pleasure for you. The next one is accomplishment. Like think about how you felt when you graduated from medical school, right? That was a big accomplishment. Most people are not able to accomplish that or don't do what's required to accomplish that. And so we feel really good about that. And that net effect, that pleasure continues on and on. And then the last one is adventure, right? Having some kind of exciting new things in your life, having new experiences. These are all things that drive us to keep ourselves alive and keep the human race going. So think about it. If we had no drive for accomplishment as humans, then we wouldn't have all of the amazing discoveries and inventions that we have. Like we'd still be living in a cave. We'd be lucky if we had fire, <laughs> you know? I mean, we would just be like, mm, just doesn't seem like it's worth it to try to make anything better. You know, it's basically like what depression is. It's just not ever, there's no hope. What's the point? We'll just stay here and just not ever change anything, make anything better. So when you think about each of these things, they really do give you pleasure, right? Like think how good it feels to have a nice, amazing rest, like a whole really good night's sleep. You wake up and you just feel like, that was good. I'm so glad I did that. You're never regretting like, I really wish I hadn't slept those eight hours (laughs) because now I feel terrible, right? Like I wish I'd only gotten four and a half. I wish I'd gotten woken up by the pager, you know, 20 times last night. No, of course not. We feel so good when we have that experience. When we eat food that's fuel for our bodies, we feel so good. I remember one time when I was a resident, I had to be on call over Christmas. So the way our residency program did it, you either did like a Q2 call schedule like every other night for couple of nights over Christmas or over New Year's. And then what that meant was that you got the other couple of days off. So it was nice because you actually got a little stretch of time off, but then you had to kind of pay for it by working overnight in the hospital for the other time. So I remember, I think of my three years of residency, twice I had to work over New Year's and then one year I had to do Christmas. And that year on Christmas day, I was on call and I just did not think ahead, apparently. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) But I made a lot of assumptions, I think is what it was, which 
When I get in trouble with my thinking, it generally very often is related to me making all kinds of assumptions that were not wise. (laughs) I see that as a trend for myself now. But anyway, what I thought was that they would A, have the cafeteria open so that we could get some real food. And I also just assumed since all the nurses brought in so much food, I thought like for sure they're going to have like a spread. Somebody's going to have put together some potluck, something for Christmas, and I'll just be able to kind of nibble and partake in that. And that'll be fine. I think it was also feeling a little bit sorry for myself for having to be on call on Christmas and just didn't want to put in any effort in taking care of my own needs or bringing my own food in. So I get to the hospital and, you know, dinner time kind of rolls around. The cafeteria is closed the entire day. There's literally nothing open otherwise. And all the nurses had brought in was cookies and sweets, candy, all of that stuff. Like there weren't even really like pretzels or even anything not sugary. And I found it so interesting. Like we often think like, oh, I just wish I could eat all the sugar I wanted. But you know what ended up happening was I ate some of that and then I started feeling gross. And what I really just wanted was food. Like I just wanted a hot meal of food and that's desire for eating fuel, right? Like I didn't want all that sugar anymore. And that was, I think, one of the first times in my life I ever experienced that where I really realized wow, I really would sometimes rather have real food than just eating this, you know, sugar and junk, no matter how good it is, no matter how delicious it is. At a certain point, it's just enough, you feel kind of gross. So all that to say, we do get a lot of natural pleasure from eating good, healthy fuel food. You think about connecting with other human beings, right? Loneliness is a huge problem. It totally sets you up for depression. That isolation is not good. So we know that connecting with other humans is a way that we get natural pleasure. Even when you're an introvert, even when you're very shy or not someone who's very outgoing, you still have those couple people in your life that you like to connect with. doesn't mean you have a million people you connect with, but you connect with some humans. So that is also important. Even having sex, right? Like it makes sense that having sex would feel good because without it, we can't have babies. And without having babies, then the human race would be extinct. So it completely makes sense that there would be a drive to do that. And, you know, just like I mentioned, accomplishment and adventure, it's those are the things that drove our ancestors to go out into areas they hadn't experienced before, explored before, to find new things, create new things for us, to make our lives as comfortable as they currently are. So all of these natural pleasures create good things for us in our lives. They drive us to keep ourselves alive and keep the human race going. If we had no drive for accomplishment, then we really wouldn't have all of this amazingness that we have. So For all of these natural pleasures, when you think about them, you have to earn them. You have to exert some effort to have that pleasure, right? Like you have to actually get up and get in the shower. You have to work hard so you can accomplish something. You have to (laughs) actually get ready for bed so that you go and lay down in bed. Isn't it so fascinating how we're so tired and then we resist going to bed, right? Like we just don't have the activation energy to get up off our butts and go get in our pajamas and lay down in bed. It's so fascinating, right? And even fuel food. I mean, it is getting easier and easier because you can buy this stuff in some places, but it does require you to seek it out. It requires you to prepare it in some cases. And that is, it takes more effort, right? 
So in our current world, what we as humans have figured out is a way to game this system. Okay. And what I mean by that is that we've created lots of ways of having concentrated versions of this pleasure, but in artificial forms. And our brains have not evolved to keep up with how rapidly our world has changed and how all of these concentrated pleasures have come into our existence. So if the activities that create natural pleasure gives you a modest amount of pleasure, then these concentrated forms of pleasure give you a huge amount of pleasure. So say it's a scale of like zero to 20, then your natural pleasures maybe give you like a five to a seven on that scale. And the concentrated pleasures give you more like a 10 to a 20 on that scale. So let me just tell you what these concentrated pleasures are. So number one, sugar and flour. Number two, alcohol. Number three, drugs of all kinds. Number four, video games. Number five, gambling and really other risk-taking behaviors. Number six is shopping and the debt that goes along with that. So over shopping, you know, shopping to buy the things that you just need in your life is obviously fine, but overspending, looking for that dopamine hit from having something new. And then finally, social media right? Because it's not enough to have some friends that you have to make an effort to see. What you can now do is just tap this app on your phone and feel like you're being connected to other people, but that connection is certainly not nearly as meaningful. So since these things are so concentrated, the pleasure is very, very potent and the brain really, really takes note of this. All of these things are fast and easy, right? The opposite of those natural pleasures, like sugar and flour are everywhere and in everything. You know, we can always get a drink of alcohol somewhere. It's so easy. It's so easy now to shop, right? So given the choice, we'll always want to go for lots and lots of pleasure. That's quick and easy. Like that's our primitive brain. It's been programmed from the beginning of humans to function in this way. We will always want to choose the concentrated pleasure. And so, like I said, I mean, who really cares about accomplishing something when you have drugs that can make you feel this amazing, right? If you have heroin, which is apparently the most amazing pleasure you could ever experience in your life, like, why would you try so hard to get a degree in medicine? Just doesn't make sense. And we see that play out in drug addicts' lives, right? Who cares about cleanliness when you can play video games endlessly for days? (laughs) Why connect with your spouse for sex when you can just watch porn anytime you want. You don't even have to put forth really any effort, right? Why eat fuel food when you can have sugar and flour and it makes you feel like all your troubles are just melting away? Why drive to a store and actually walk around and select things and pay for them when you can just shop online in your jammies in front of the TV with a snack and a glass of wine, right? You're always gonna go for that easy, easy solution. Now, I will say that some people are more predisposed and highly sensitive to pleasure from different forms than other people, right? So naturally thin people don't get the same pleasure from food, any food really, but especially sugar and flour that those of us who overeat do, right? Like they just don't really care. It's just, (laughs) I remember thinking like these people who just don't like sugar, like what would that be like? 
right? Like people who are not dessert people, like what, what would that be like? That's just so foreign to me, right? But then I don't get any dopamine hit from gambling at all. It does nothing for me, but lots of people really do, right? So it doesn't mean that necessarily all of us get this huge dopamine release from all of these concentrated pleasures, but pretty much everybody is going to have at least one thing on there that does something for them. You know, for instance, some people, for some people, shopping is a major dopamine hit. And then other people would rather get their dopamine hit from seeing their bank account total rise, right? They're like, look at all the money I have. I feel amazing. I don't want to buy all those things. So when we participate in the concentrated pleasures over and over and over again, our brain thinks that these things are of increasing importance and that the behavior of taking part in that pleasure is something we should do all the time. And over the course of time, it just becomes automatic. It's not so much of a thought or choice at the forefront of your mind. You are making that choice every day, every time you take part in it, but it's so downregulated in terms of just happening automatically in your neuronal connections that you just don't even think about it. It's just habit. It's what you do. So you just go get candy in the hospital gift shop pretty much every day, just as part of your routine, and you don't even think much about it at all. And even if you do have a thought that maybe getting that candy isn't the best idea, then your primitive brain, which wants you to have that pleasure, because it's very, very important, it'll quickly give you all kinds of reasons why you deserve it. You can have it just this time. It doesn't really matter. You know, you won't have any more starting tomorrow. (laughs) That whole logic and argument. And then the brain just repeats that argument every day, right? And it's just like, okay, yeah, starting tomorrow, I'm not going to do that. And then tomorrow rolls around. And it's the same thing. Well, today I'll have it and just I'll stop tomorrow. So the question really comes down to where do you want to get your dopamine from? Because whatever you choose will perpetuate itself. When you choose the natural pleasures over and over again, at a certain point, that natural list of pleasures and the amount of pleasure that you get from those things becomes enough and it becomes your normal cycle And it just is how you operate, right? It's just our preference is then for the way we've evolved to function, the way we're supposed to be (laughs) as humans operating, that becomes our preference. But this is what's so interesting, right? We think we really love our sugar, but what we really love is the dopamine release. And this really was not a problem until modern food hit us in the last number of decades where sugar and flour is available everywhere and is in everything. And it actually is much harder to not consume it than it is to find it in everything. So interestingly, our prefrontal cortex, which is the part of our brains that's rational and human, makes us human, it created the concentrated pleasures, right? They're all man-made. When you look at them, none of them are naturally occurring. But the best news is that we can use that same part of our brain, that prefrontal cortex, to get us out of the situation. So the part of our brain that got us in is the exact part that's going to get us out. It's also important to recognize that the artificial list of pleasures, they're really just the counterfeit versions of the real thing right? We've desensitized ourselves to the natural forms of pleasure and convinced ourselves that the counterfeit is 
the best that we can get, right? Like it's so amazing. It definitely is what's most important. But we want to want the real thing, the natural version, because the natural pleasures get us what we really want in our lives, right? The net effect is positive for us. So with the artificial pleasures, the more that you do them, the more you partake in them, the more desire you experience and the less pleasure you experience when you partake in them. So think about that, right? Like, you know, at first, the first time you're a baby and you experience sugar, even just fruits, like, oh my God, this is amazing. But the more you eat candy and the more you eat all those sweets, you need more and more sugar to get that same pleasure. It just becomes normal to eat all of that sugar. And then you're still not even getting that much pleasure from it. You start looking for it in something else, right? You drink more and more alcohol, or you spend more and more money, or you do more and more drugs, right? That is how drug addicts end up overdosing, because they initially got the most amazing high. And as they go along, those pleasure receptors in the brain actually downregulate, meaning you need more and more of the drug to get that same high. And so they're always chasing that first initial amazing high. And in doing so they overdose. Now for us, like we just eat more and more sugar, and then we gain more and more weight, or people might drink too much alcohol, right? Now it's really starting to affect their lives, or they're spending so much money that now they're really getting into debt, or their house is ridiculously cluttered with a whole bunch of stuff they don't even need or want. Now, the opposite is true for the natural pleasures. The more you do them, the more you partake in those activities, the less desire you have for them and the more pleasure you get from doing them. It feels more and more amazing the more you do them. So we need to practice that natural list so that it becomes enough, right? So it becomes enough pleasure so we can drop the artificial list and meet all of our needs on that natural side. That is what we're aiming for. So when you're feeling restless and you're wanting some pleasure and you don't know what else you can do, take a look at that list. What can you do? I mean, I'm telling you, just some of the basics, right? Take a shower, go to sleep, talk to a friend, have sex with your husband or your spouse, right? Or your partner. (laughs) I mean, those things alone, right? So many of us think, oh, we don't do those enough. We need to be doing more of those things. Like that will bring a lot of natural pleasure into your life that gives you the results that you want. So important. And I finally want to just touch on one other thing. What's so interesting to me is how we often downplay some of the things that give us natural pleasure. So I want to talk about that sense of accomplishment from having graduated from medical school. What I find is that, you know, we feel pretty proud of ourselves when we first do it. We're like, yeah, I'm pretty amazing. Look what I just did. That was awesome. But because so many of us have been raised to be humble and to not make a big deal out of ourselves, we just downplay it. Like, yeah, 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 I did that, but it's not a big deal. And what's what I find so interesting is my coach has told me, she's like, if I were a doctor every day, I'd be just walking around being like, listen, people, I'm a doctor. Do you know how amazing I am? Look what I did, what I accomplished and what I do every single day. I bring babies into this world. I cure people's cancer. People come to me all torn up from a car accident and I put them back together again. (laughs) People come to me with 
babies who don't sleep, who have all kinds of problems. And I talk to these people and then they fix it. <laughs> right? I mean, it's, I'd be obviously exaggerating, but seriously, right? Like what we're offering as physicians to the human race is so fantastic, but it's so normal to us that we completely downplay it and completely deny ourselves the pleasure of having accomplished that, right? We're like, oh yeah, I got this nice, you know, card from this family saying that their experience with me was so great, but so-and-so was mad and these people are upset because I was 20 minutes behind, right? Like our brains just want to show us all the things that we haven't done well. And by doing so, we're depriving ourselves of that natural pleasure of accomplishment. So I want you to really think about that. When was the last time you really gave yourself a pat on the back for all the amazingness that you offer this world? And it's not in a way that's like prideful or arrogant or, you know, hoity-toity or anything like that. It's really just going like, look at this amazing life I've created for myself. I was able to do this incredibly hard work for years and years and years to get to the point where I am now. Then I've accumulated all this amazing experience on top of it. And the value that I provide to the human race every single day is just amazing. I'm so incredibly lucky and privileged and blessed to have this life, right? That is natural pleasure. So I want you to really think about that. Think about giving yourself a little fist bump, you know, (laughs) just that pat on the back going, you did it, mama. Like you seriously did it. Once again, look at how amazing you are. These people are so lucky to have me helping them change their lives for the better, to be healthy, which is so, so, so important. Okay, guys, so good. So glad to be able to talk to you about this. If you have any questions about this or comments, bring them to the show notes page, katrinaubellmd.com forward slash 57. You can also find the transcript there, which might be helpful if you want to make a little list of these things for yourself to reference for the future. All right, can't wait to talk to you next week. Have a great one. Take care, bye-bye. Did you know that you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to katrinaubellmd.com and click on free resources.